to the Cocky Cockpit Podcast, where you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Scum and villainy. <laughs> this is episode 26, and we're live from the servers of twitch.tv and youtube.com. Man, I'm your host from the Outpost, Dave Pershorn, and it's been one hell of a night. Yeah. Thank you so much to our special guest for his incredible patience, the man no. who's got the skill on the grill that rivals Dexter Jexter. Starbucks podcast zone, Fode. Thank you so much for joining me, Fode. No problem, man. It's been it's been fun just chatting with you guys until until this moment, anyway. So no no skin off I my mean, back. At least you had Rob to basically bullshit with you this morning. Yeah, we were having a good time. If you guys are just joining us, uh, you know, congratulations. Thanks for sticking with it. Yeah. Or yeah. If you're tuning in again, <laughs> thank you so much for your patience. Again, this is the first time we're streaming it live on Twitch.com and on YouTube at the same time. Right. We've had Technical issue after technical issue, but it looks to be like everything's running pretty good so far. Uh, but yeah, that's been a goddamn nightmare. So we uh, it's all right. We're we're back in action. We're back in action. We're ready to go. We got the we got the troops rolling in. We got the gunships blazing. What else we got? Yeah, going? I like it all. Anything you just said <laughs> is good with me. You know what? It has been. Um, we got we got lots of things to talk about, and there's lots of things going on. So like. Let's, if we uh, let's go ahead and just kind of jump right in. But if you guys are tuning in for the first yeah. time and you've never seen us before, we are the Cocky Cockpit Podcast. We are a Star Wars comedy discussion podcast where each week's topic is as random as a blaster, but intended for a more civilized age. So if you like that, guys, make sure to show your love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already and join and become a member of the scum. If you're listening to the audio version on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, make sure to leave us an awesome review as it goes a long way for us. And if you guys are tuned in live here just like you can every saturday night at 8 p.m when shit works correctly um you guys can join the chat because you have the biggest uh job of them all you guys need to join that discussion let us know your thoughts questions uh everything that's on your mind as we discuss the latest topics like we're going to jump into right now with of Mm -hmm. course the biggest news from this week the dropping of the new solo trailer the new teaser trailer just released yeah. um i've only watched it honestly like twice I, I i have i feel like i have enough of uh context going into this film the newest trailer uh i mean to me anyway like yeah it shows some uh, additional things but i feel pretty content with this one what do you think about i think it was like uh kind of like you said it showed it showed just a little more not a lot more um but it showed enough where like uh, the stuff you saw in the first trailer and a half, we'll call it, um, was kind of like just sort of um, embellished, you know, it was just sort of like elaborated upon. So like, yeah, we saw Chewie. Yeah, we saw part of what we're led to believe is the Kessel Run or whatever. And yeah, we saw blah, blah, blah. But now in this trailer, we see that there's more than just Chewie. There's other Wookiees involved there. Um, you know, we see a little bit of how he interacts with Kira a little bit more. So I just think it was more of the same. We see the Star Destroyers getting constructed, which honestly for me was one of the coolest things. Um, it, and it's less than one second worth of film in the trailer. Yeah, the, but, uh, the, the whole Star Destroyer scene just alone was really, really neat. Was there mm-hmm. any other, like scenes that really jumped out to you or like, this is okay, like this, this two-second clip made this whole trailer for me or uh 
really stood out to you compared to the previous trailers? You know, I was saying to you guys earlier, I really have kind of been on board with this movie from the get-go pretty much. Um, so for me, the trailers have just made that more and more regardless. But in this particular trailer, anything involving Chewie kind of piqued my interest. And in particular, um, you would think it was the one where he puts his head against some other Wookiee. But it was when Han was like holding his arm and he's hanging off of the side of that, that tram car. Mm-hmm. And you you're led Chewbacca to... is going to die in this film? No, no. no. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, oh, but it's no, like, gonna die. And I'm like it's like, um, me? if they stick it all with the old canon and they do some sort of life debt thing, like that might be the moment that that's, they choose to go with. I didn't really consider that. That's a, that's a great point you brought up. Yeah. I, I mean, that's really the only that. thing I can think of aside from a really good five minutes of film or whatever. But, um, I'm, that was the moment for me where I was like, oh, this is going to be not only just action. But it's going to be that Star Wars kind of action that moves forward the whole time. Right, right. Yeah. You know? like, the, like you said, that the thing I'm really, really excited about this film, just, just watching all the different scenes of from what they've provided us with the trailer, I get a couple good feels, right? One, yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to stick with it, but the little guitar riffs at the start of the trailers and stuff like that, I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, that's I, I good think stuff. It feels, I think it sets like a really, really good tone moving into this film as to like it, yeah i hate the term because it's completely overused nowadays but like dark and gritty like you definitely get yeah. that vibe from these trailers uh with uh the car chases the the fighting on the on the train like that that whole train scene looks mm-hmm. like it's gonna be a fucking ride yeah like, magnet boots it. and all kinds of cool shit yeah uh, magnet boots, yeah, that that that's fucking awesome. Uh, you know, I course. just good. Uh, I was just gonna say, I looked up the composer. John Powell is the composer, and I think it throughout the whole score in that trailer, there's electric guitar, and and there was like an electric riff on the Star Wars theme in the trailer. Right. So a lot of people, a lot of times, these these trailers are kind of developed by like a. a another party right like, mm-hmm. like yeah right the footage you put it all together and a lot of times this these uh music scores and stuff are put together with completely separate music from the actual score of the film sure but after we've seen teaser after teaser after teaser and this music isn't changing anymore i definitely think we're kind of moving more in that direction of this right crazy like guitar style uh themed music and i I mean honestly what better film like what better star wars film would this you know take place that that can i agree that style um i agree so i do like the guitar riffs like we were talking about you know i i like the idea of like them showing more in the past of the wookies and stuff I, i mean how do you kind of feel about uh the rest of han solo's crew um, well, everybody wants to suck Lando's dick lately, uh, and they haven't even seen this motherfucker do anything. Yeah, not, so, not like, a, he. I don't think he's said one line in the film. I think just the thing about everything you've heard about me is true, and put the night, put the mean man down, or some shit <laughs> like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's not like, you're not, you don't know anything about his performance yet, so I think to go ahead and be like, oh, he's already gonna be so awesome... Well, yeah, it's Star Wars and it's Lando, so automatically fans of Star Wars are going to think it's awesome. But I think it's just important to kind of look at it and go, 
well, it could be the AC Crispin books, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be like, there's things that where you're going to assume like Lando's going to be cool. You're going to assume that you're going to like this character or that character. You're going to assume that Porgs are the cutest thing since a baby's ass. But it, I just, I, I would like to see, I'm curious to see what they're all really like. Maybe Lando's a dick and he's not that cool yet, mm-hmm. but I'm still, I still want to see that. You know what I mean? I want to know. So I... for me, what do I think about the crew? I'm, I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. Well, like, here's yeah. my whole thing is, uh, what? Who's who's the main actor for Lando? What's his name again? Uh, Donald Glover. No, not 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 Lando, but Han. Oh, Billy D. Williams. What? No, 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 no. For Han, listen to me. Oh, sir. I thought you said Lando. <laughs> uh, for Han is is Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich. Um, you know, he was one of those things that like everyone was kind of on board about it until they heard his voice. You know, and everyone's just like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, something doesn't seem right, and like. I feel like this is one of those films that when I go in to see it for the first time, right, I'm going to have that pickiness of, like, it's not it's not Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? Okay. It, it doesn't really sound like Harrison Ford or feel like Harrison Ford. Right. But like, to kind of put this in the sense of, like, if I was reading this as a novel or and, and put it in that perspective of – in that James Bond style of, like, this is the same character, just a completely different actor – I feel like I'm really going to enjoy this film that much more. Mm. I I kind of, maybe that's why I, I am so excited about it is because I didn't really go into it with any sort of um, like, oh, this is not this or this is not that. And I understand it because truth be told, as much as I really do enjoy The Last Jedi, I went into it and came out of it not really knowing how I felt first. And that's exactly uh, how I felt. You know, and, and it took a little bit of viewing and a little bit of thinking to kind of get over. And, and now, you know, I really enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. So um, for this one. The more I see it, the more I hate it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. There's parts that I feel that way about. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the solos thing is concerned, like, I think you posted something actually in the cantina recently where it was like. Uh, I, love, I love how you just termed that. You just post yeah. it in the cantina. It makes me, it yeah, makes me feel cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm hip. I keep track. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think it was like from Reddit maybe, but it was some. It was a meme that said something along the lines of like, you know, the Star Wars fans that, oh, that okay. I know would exactly rather have Harrison Ford, you know, basically on his deathbed play Han Solo. We would Han. rather have like 80-year-old Han Solo pretending to be a 20-year-old Han yeah. Solo. And just completely disbelieve right. that he... Yeah, that's... Absolutely. It's impossible. Now, the thing that you... Uh, the thing that you mentioned that I am the complete opposite of is everyone's sucking Lando's dick right now. You, you don't feel that way? You feel it's not really affecting you? Uh, well, I'm excited to see Lando Calrissian in this film. However, sure, yeah. Gr- I am not a Donald Glover fan. I'm not. I've watched his stand-up. I've watched him in Parks and Recs. I just I knowing him in that perspective, like watching his his stand up special on like Netflix or something, watching him and I'm like I'm like a half hour in and I'm a I'm a laugh whore. I laugh at everything when it comes to comedy. I love stand up comedy, and I'm like a half hour new special and I'm like, this isn't that great. Like it's not terrible. Like I it's no, like, it's not I, terrible. I go, yeah, that's okay. That's pretty funny. But I'm not like an LOL laugh out loud. So, right, right, right. To see him taking on the role of Lando, yeah, 
the look is enough, right? I can believe mm-hmm. that it's sure. Lando Calrissian, but just like knowing that actor, I'm excited or I'm interested to see how he takes on that role even more. Are you going into it fully like ready to be happy with his performance or are you kind of going into it like no matter what it's Alden just not going to work for me i'm excited to see his performance um, i think I he think looks enough like harrison ford to keep me interested right. for sure and even just some of the lines that we've seen in the film like you know mm-hmm. where uh you know he's like you know oh we're, we're fine we're fine you know right like, right i'm like that's harrison ford and and excuse me lando has a couple of those moments as well um, right but I don't know. It's just one of those things like I'm going into the film. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think I'm going to go into the film and I'm going to go. That was a fun adventure. I'm glad I seen the movie. I have my beefs with it. And right. then it's going to be one of those things that the more I watch it, the more I will like it. Because right. I can kind of dis- like distance myself from that Harrison Ford, from that Billy D. Williams. Um, and really, I think the I think the biggest thing, and this kind of leads into my next topic, um, and uh, we'll go into it here shortly. Uh, I do want to talk about one of our quick sponsors, but one of the things that I think is uh, going to be real interesting with this film is, um, like I said, I I think I'm going to see it the initial time, um, but what's make what's going to make or break this film? I think. Uh, you know, that's that's really one of the questions that it comes down to is like, what's something I'm going to see in this film that I'm going to love it? And what's one of these things I'm going to hate? And I think one of the things, well, before we even lead into this topic, so just kind of lead, lead into it, is yeah. Han Solo's backstory. There's going to be some changes. There's going to be a yeah, lot of sure. changes. And whether that's sure. a good or a bad thing should be interesting. So that's just one of mine. Um, yeah, I like that answer. That's a really good, like, it's, it's a broad answer with a specific lean. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I mean, I guess this would be a good time to talk about one of our sponsors, um, which is uh, the May the Fourth costume party. So if you guys live in the Pittsburgh area, such as I do, and you are a Star Wars fan, of course you guys are going to need to make plans for May the Fourth. Of course, fuck, less than a month away. It's yeah. less than a month away. What do you have any plans for for your May the Fourth? Uh, you know, Rebel Cause, um, I don't know if anybody listening knows of Caden over at Rebel Chatter. It's another Star Wars podcast, but they also have a charity group. And Lancaster's about an hour from where I live, so I may go up to their event on May the 4th, which is which is happening up there. And they're going to be raising some money for some of the local homeless uh, charity organizations and things. So Awesome. So there's a there's a, a club down in downtown Pittsburgh known as Club Awesome. Barba. And cool. they are putting together the halfway to Halloween, May the 4th, Star Wars oh, costume that's cool. party. It's going to be awesome. They have a bunch of excellent uh, DJs in mind. They have uh, they got DJ Dara. Uh, they're going to have Get Nasty. They're going to have Witness, Queen Beats, Negative Impulse. They got a bunch of awesome lineup for DJs to just blow the fucking roof off this place. Nice. Dress up as our favorite Star Wars characters. Nice. Get fucking hammered. Hashtag get cocky and have a good time. But the best reason why you guys want to come to this, and it is a 21 and over event, I will have to say that, um, is because we, the Cocky Cockpit, will be there hosting awesome fucking like events in between each DJ. 
And, uh, you know, the winners of each of those events are going to get drink tickets, which, uh, you know, you can redeem for one drink of your choice. My recommendation will be the Cocky Cocktail, um, which you'll learn more of that here shortly. Um, nice. But, yeah, tickets just uh, – the pre-sale for tickets right now are online only. Uh, you can just go to the Facebook event and just type in May the Force uh, – May the 4th be with you, a Star Wars costume party with DJ Dara. You'll find all the links there. Tell them the cocky cockpit sent you. Nice. Awesome. So back to what we were talking about. I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of trouble taking on this new spin on the backstory of Han Solo. Mm -hmm. So, Fode, what's something that could make or break this film for you? Uh, for me, what could make it is acknowledging the life debt, mm-hmm. kind of like we had mentioned before. Like whether it's uh, due to something similar to what they've kind of outlined before, Han was raised by you know a Wookiee surrogate mother in a way, and blah 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 blah. blah. And uh, I would rather just kind of have like a few sentences where it says like, "This is why I know how to speak Wookiee," right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that. Then something I want to see why Chewie says I'm sticking with you. And if it happens to be that tram car incident where Han pulls him back onto the train and he doesn't die and he's like, hey, man, I'm sticking with you for till the end. Mm-hmm. I want to see them say this is a life dead and this is why. That's what I want. I think it would be an interesting way to see how they go about explaining that. Yeah, yeah, without being – because Star Wars doesn't explain things too much, mm-hmm. you know. And I think for Last Jedi, that might be some of the trouble that some people have is is sometimes in Last Jedi, things get explained a little bit. Right. Um, and that's maybe not so Star Wars. So in this movie, I'm hoping and it seems to be that they're going to show, 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 show. Right. That's the way they need to go about something like the life debt lore because it could be super boring. If you don't make it, uh, like if they just say, oh, Chewie swears his life to me because one day I this, like that's, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but like, what I mean by that is like, obviously we're not going to have subtitles. So, right, right, right. do we see, uh, you know, Han Solo pull Chewbacca up on this train, for example. Let's say we decide that is going to be the moment where it's the yeah, let's just, life day. De- de- sure. I think it's going to be a little more intense than that. Uh, sure. You know, um, but if that would say that's the example, does Chewbacca just kind of give him a big hug and then right. like at, maybe like Chewbacca is like super like kind of pissy toward him the whole time and like really cold to Chewie or to, to toward Han. And then like after this moment, he's like his best fucking friend. How yeah. do you go about explaining that via like without words from Chewbacca is going to be an interesting way. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, they're already starting to show, like, um, the same way that Han would translate for Chewbacca in the original trilogy. He would never just be like, oh, he said this. Mm-hmm. He would always just agree or respond to Chewbacca, and you knew what Chewie said as a result of his response. I see Almost like, a, like when Han Solo's like, oh, yeah, I'm cold, too, or something like that, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, yeah. Oh, you're cold? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what Chewie is saying because Han's reaction um, – helps with that and i think that they're kind of doing that in this movie a little bit you get that line at the end of the trailer which i love where he goes you're 190 years old you look great (laughs) and it's one of those moments where you go oh i know everything chewy just said yeah 
you don't have to know anything. That's a that's a really really great example. You know. Um, okay. So um, that's uh. Is there anything else that like that would break it for me, or or that would make it for me? I Which think, one? I, I I I guess I could step in. Um, I think the make a good make or break moment for this is I think we already get a little bit of taste of it, but I think this big Sabak game that's going to go down. Yeah, that's going to be cool. This Sabak game has to be the equivalent of a New Hope's Cantina scene. It's going to yeah. set a lot. I mean, this is a great time to have an introduction to Lando Calrissian's character, or you know, maybe Lando's introduced before this, right? Because I mean, in the trailer, he's kind of introduced as a smuggler, not as like a gambler, but as a smuggler. So perhaps one mm-hmm. of these, you know, perhaps this job is them to, win, you know, win this big Kessel run somehow. And they were like, hey, I know just the ship to do it. I know the guy who owns it is a huge fucking gambler. And I know just the guy who can basically swindle and gamble this guy out of right the, you know what i mean so but then again it's like one of those things like well lando's the previous owner of it he wins it from han so how does that play come into effect it's, it's going to be interesting um but that scene has a lot of expectations to it um yeah and how they go about it, can't it is be, it going to be it a, can't be corny right well not only just corny but if they if it's a quick 10 minute scene i don't think that's going to be enough to really indulge us into that moment it's got to be a good you know 15 20 minutes long to really be able to make that scene shine it's kind of like the um the actual poker game in the movie casino royale the the james Mm, bond movie good point good choice it has like these moments where they go back up to the hotel room because anybody that's played poker knows that shit lasts forever. Um, <laughs> but but uh, they, they have like these moments where they break up the game because if it was just them sitting there for 10 minutes playing cards, that would be a shit movie. But they do sit there for 10 minutes playing cards as far as the movie's concerned. Right. You know what I mean? So um, it, they, it plays out in a way that people sitting there playing cards becomes interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like there's little side conversations going on and that's what they need to do while this game is going on in the middle and little things are being talked about at the game. Mm-hmm. You need to have Kira and Chewie on the side or right. whatever. Woody Allen on the side talking to this smuggler or that bounty hunter or whatever about what's going on or what kind of schemes they're trying to work in the side pot. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's a, I think that's a really good point. Um, is there anything to close out this topic that you feel that uh-huh. would be a big make or break moment for you? I think something that would break it for me would be um, let's just say Kira is the bad guy. Because okay. to me, I'm just getting this vibe she's going to be the bad guy. And I know, you know, spoiler alert, there have been some rumors, but um, she, let's just say she's the bad guy at the end of this. I don't want there to be some sort of forgiveness for the bad guy in a way that only Disney can do. Right. Now, that being said, let's be very clear. Disney is not making Star Wars movies. Disney is paying for Lucasfilm to make Star Wars movies. So Lucasfilm I trust 100%. And I trust Disney to do what's best for Disney. So I'm just hoping that those two things don't collide in a, in a toxic way. I'm hoping that they collide in a way where Disney just hands them the cash. Lucasfilm makes the movie they know they need to make. And and that's what we get in a month, Um, which is crazy that it's a month and a half away now. I know it's already like barreling down the barrel. Yeah. Um, 
So, which kind of starts going into our next topic, mm-hmm. and that is uh, your plans. For- yeah, I want to I want to talk about Battlefront tonight, and and you know it's kind of like um, sort of what you said. I kind of segued a little bit. It, it's like the Disney versus EA thing this time, you know, or the Lucasfilm versus EA thing this time. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck is EA doing? Can we just open up the topic with that? Yeah, actually, what's, uh, you know, first I want to just kind of go over and just say a big thank you to another one of our sponsors, which is yeah, Comic-Con. Um, if you guys, again, in the Pittsburgh area, go fucking figure. That's where I'm from. This the place that I'm fucking collaborating with all of these awesome people. You can show up, guys. It's going to be May 19th and 20th at, uh, the, uh, three, or uh, what the fuck is that mall called? Um. God damn! I'm it's looking. West, yeah, it's West Mifflin, PA, but the, it's at the mall, and I'm trying to remember what fucking mall okay. it is. Century Three Mall. There, I just remembered. So you can nice. go to Century Three Mall, and they're gonna have the event there. It's where they had it last time. It was a great show. We were there. We hosted a live panel for it. Um, we'll be there again this year as well. So uh, just head over to ThreeRiversComicCon.com. Check out their lists of all of their guests, artists, cosplayers. Um, you know, it's gonna be a hell of a show. They just sold out. All of their um, uh, panels uh, and mm-hmm. artists and uh, vendors, they, they sold out everything. So the show's nice. going to be fucking packed. You're definitely going to want to be there. They still have two-day passes available. ThreeRiversComicCon.com. Check out all of the details. But let's talk Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I pulled up an article that you had showed me earlier, and I was able to pull it up on Google here, but... Um, the article says Star Wars Battlefront 2 adds playable Ewoks for a limited time. Um, I said, what the fuck is EA doing? And, and I really mean it because I, I'm kind of torn over this. I, I said to um, Rob earlier, I said, I feel like Tina in the Ike and Tina equation with Battlefront. I don't, because, I don't get that reference. Okay, here's Ike and Tina Turner. Okay, <laughs> That man beat the shit out of her. However, <laughs> she ended up... Okay. She ended up with like this awesome career and everything, but she had to come to terms with the fact that he was beating the shit out of her, even though um, it was Ike and Tina, not just Ike, not just Tina. Okay, point being, uh, Star Wars so Battlefront you're a, Two. You're in an abusive relationship with Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, man, because Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront Two is actually a good video game, yes. but it's not a good Star Wars Battlefront game because we've already played way better Star Wars Battlefront games. Right. It has so much potential. It looks gorgeous. And again, if it was just a video game not called Star Wars, it would probably be a really great video game. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is a Star Wars video game, and they haven't put almost anything out. So now we're getting a rehash of something that came out in Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PlayStation 2. Right. Which is Ewok Hunt, which, let's be honest, nobody was fucking beaten down GameStop to get copies of Battlefront 2 for Ewok fucking well, hunt. Speak for your fucking self. You don't know that. No, I wasn't. Now, it, <laughs> I will say, for a t- for a limited... <laughs> then we're going to get some, like, straight up, like, comments in the section and just, like, emails. Yeah. Um, you can send all of those emails to... F- what was it? Starbecue at Gmail? Is that is that what you... <laughs> for- 488 at Gmail or just find us on Facebook, you know. You can send us all kinds um, of crazy shit. But, uh, again, it's a timed event. It's something that yeah. they're just doing for a limited time just to try to shake it up a little bit. Um, it's mean, not really a DLC, is it? No, it's not a DLC. It's just kind of like a fun event. I think the, the idea of, like, playing Ewoks 
kind of sounds kind of fun. Like, it sounds to cool. The jetpack event that Jay just had previously. Oh. And this event, I'm far more excited for this event. Do you know what the thing about the jetpack event that's that that pissed me off was that there was no time limit on the rounds. Mm-hmm. So if you're not scoring, you're. I I remember I had to unlock the Princess Leia Hoth appearance and complete five rounds of five rounds of jetpack cargo. Oh, so I see what you're saying. It took me like an hour to play one round because nobody was scoring. So I couldn't complete the challenge when I wanted to because, like, I don't have five hours on my hands just to fuck around with Battlefront on, you know? <laughs> That's why I got to start uh, streaming more like we do. <laughs> I know, you're not kidding. But uh, it, it really, like, I feel like um, they're dragging their feet. Like, we got Project Resurrection a month after Battlefront came out, and then fucking crickets since then. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, that's a that's a really good point. Like, it, it was, it was I, I think, I think EA was expecting something completely different. So, and when we talked about this briefly, I believe on, on the Starbucks podcast or something. Yeah, that'll be out next week, y'all. And, um, and we talk about it briefly, but also at length, depending on which minute you're listening to, like, because it's something that everybody's really interested in right now. What's happening with star Wars battlefront. Right. But like we, we were, we were talking about it briefly and the fact that, um, you know, EA was, expecting these microtransactions to just fly over everyone be right. completely cool with it hey it's this cool idea and we're gonna make a ton of money from it and yeah you know we we talked it about a length like personally i would have preferred microtransactions compared to a season pass so yes because i can opt out of it not like random right you know, yeah, that might mean someone drops 20 bucks and has way more better star cards than me, but I don't really consider Star Wars Battlefront that much of a competitive game to where I would really give a shit. Um, no, and it's not that hard to unlock shit. Right. You know, you, you, just, know? Gotta, you just got to put the time in. And like I said, sure. you know, time versus money kind of deal. Like, yeah, I could probably drop five bucks and maybe get something. But I never felt like I was ever pulling anything good out of the star fucking packs anyway to where I, yeah, would, I would have never I agree. dropped money on it. But like... The, the idea of EA being like, hey, we're going to make a- additional revenue this way so we don't have to charge for season passes so we can give free shit all the time. Now, yeah. now we have to completely scrap that and you know we still have to come to uh, serve this community who does actually enjoy playing the game. But primarily, this game has been a flop in sales. No one's buying this game. Um, it's been crazy because Battlefront 1 was so like um, probably disappointing to people that they go, eh, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. Right. But but it shouldn't be. It should be – God, it should be like everybody should be always wanting to play this game. Right. You know? That's the way I feel about it. And uh, you were just talking about the microtransactions. While I was searching for the Ewok Hunt article – because that seems to be the only thing resembling a DLC we're getting lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I found another article which was posted within the last 22 hours that says, and this is on engadget.com, engadget.com, Star Wars Battlefront 2 revives microtransactions for cosmetics. Right. The reintroduced crystals currency can't pay for gameplay affecting items. But I have still no clue what they can pay for because I have crystals, I have credits. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have over fifty thousand credits, and I have nothing I can use it on. Right. Um, I think it's. <clears throat> I think it's going to be one of those things. So right now, you can earn 
your, you know, emotes and like, you know, I think I've seen people running around with Rodian heads and stuff like that. Yeah, it's I just for your officer class. Right. I think that's going to become more available uh, to where you'd be able to buy emotes and additional costumes like right honestly like when you just do the uh appearance customization from the first battlefront from what two years ago to now there's nothing really you know to where there's they, nothing they definitely have those character models available um to where they could pretty much just put them in the game and i think that's what they're going to do is they're going to add it as yeah, a but cosmetic thing i know you're not like you're not saying this is better or worse but here's my here's my real problem Okay, it has nothing to do with how much content or how little content there actually is. It has to do with the fact that we're five months in and there isn't really anything. So, what do you want? Do you want more DLC like Resurrection? Do you want additional maps? Yeah, like additional. You know that that Last Jedi package didn't contain tons and tons and tons of stuff. But, like, recently they just put Outpost Beta Walker Assault back in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to fucking play Walker Assault on Hoth anymore. Okay? We've been doing that <laughs> since 1994. I don't need to do that anymore. So, to me, that's not exciting. And when they post articles on the Battlefront homepage, it's like, oh, Hoth coming to Battlefront 2. You're like, motherfucker, I've been played the shit out of that already. Yeah. So, I just, like, what I want is... Them to say, okay, solo Star Wars stories coming out. Here's a new skin for the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Here's a new skin for Han Solo. And here's a new skin for Chewbacca. How fucking hard is it to put another piece of ammo on Chewbacca's bandolier and release it? Right. I don't know, but I can guess it's not that hard. And that's um, from what I was from what I like. We talked about the Resurrection DLC. So when uh-huh. Last Jedi yeah. came out, I was pretty satisfied. We got more yeah. story DLC. We, you know, whether it be like what it was like one or two extra chapters kind of deal, but it, yeah, it was, you know, story. a good two or three hours of play, another right. good two or three hours. Um, we got the um crate map, which, yep, and of course, the Dakar, um, well, crate the inside the map. map, and the Dakar Starfighter map is a lot of fun too, right? And then we got two new heroes, we got Finn and Phasma, which, which are both great heroes, right? Is that what you want? You want more of like a here's a pack of things, so like, we're right, gonna release exactly. Uh, you know, we're going to release uh, additional story mode stuff. We're going to release, let's say, uh, Obi-Wan and General Grievous, and we're going to release yeah, an additional sure. map. You know, they have the balls to say, oh, we're doing all eras, and then they don't have the balls to, like, give us stuff. Right. I don't even care if you give me Yaddle. Like, just give me something. <laughs> you know? The, Can we the get Yoda skin that's just Yaddle? <laughs> Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, you know, and they did advertise recently like, oh, have you ever wanted to play blah, blah, blah as a Rodian? You're about to. And it's like, yeah, but you did that in 2015. Right. I already did it. So I want you to say like, or and you being Battlefront, mm-hmm. being EA, like over the course of five months, I feel like we should at least have five new characters, right? right. Like, does that not sound crazy? Because in well, three was- months since Call of Duty was released, I have two and a half new dlc packs Here's basically the thing that i've learned from uh, <clears throat> you know just listening to other star wars podcasts and they, yeah that's yeah sure to, like some of the developers who make this game and they were like sure. hey everyone wants obi-wan kenobi here's a hundred things that we have to do for obi-wan kenobi to be in the game and it's i understand like, that right like you know for example i understand that like luke like luke had to do a force push in this game and they never had any sort of sound 
you know, engineered for Luke Skywalker doing a push. Not to mention doing that in the rain and doing that in the sand and stuff like that. Like, they really have to, like, granted, I that's someone's that. fucking job. You know what I mean? Like, we right. are, like, I understand that this game blew up in your face when it comes to the microtransaction and you're not going to make the fucking money from it that you expect but if you want people to continue to buy your game you have to continue to support it look at fucking that's uh, right uh, that's Rainbow right six siege rainbow six siege has been on the market for what two three years now and it's yeah. still one of the best and most played games available right. out there because they continue to support it if they continue right. to support it the Star Wars fans will come back, especially when it drops to a $40 price tag. You know? Yes, exactly. And looks as gorgeous as it does and plays as smoothly as it does. I mean, there's nothing really bad about it. There's just so much more that could be there. You know, you play the old Star Wars Battlefront 2, and which just is, the sheer... coming to backwards compatibility at the end of the Oh, game. so good. And it, and it really is a phenomenal game. But, like... I get that it's hard to do these things, but take another year. You don't have to release it, mm -hmm. in, especially with a new Star Wars movie or two coming out every year. You don't need to release it in 2017. Wait till 2018 and give us the game we deserve, mm -hmm. because what we got was more of Star Wars Battlefront 1. And now they're just taking things from the original Star Wars Battlefront 1 in 2015 and putting them back in, like Outpost Beta, like the administrative sector of Cloud City, mm -hmm. okay? I don't need that. I don't care that you put a Rodian head on my officer, <laughs> okay? I want to be able to play as a Rodian, as a Weequay, as all the things I could in the last game, plus an Athorian, right? And with plus any class. a new alien, right? How hard really is it to put a new skin on Chewbacca? You're not making new sound effects, mm -hmm. okay? You already have the hairy part done. That's the hardest part. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a rant but it's i feel like it's i feel like they they went hurry up and wait well, hurry up to release it and wait to get anything for it and honestly it's the people like us who continue to support this game and continue to play it that they need to right. listen to it's right it's they do thing, it's for it's one thing for someone to say i didn't buy the game because it had microtransactions and sure what did they do they got rid of the microtransactions from the game they basically unlocked all of the heroes all the vehicles so they're listening to that part right right they basically had to revamp the game completely so i think that was a big deter and a big sure. delay as to why we're not getting the content that we need but i accept that you know it's one of the especially with han solo less than a month away why yeah. i mean at this point, we already knew, like, hey, we were getting additional content. We need solo gear in this game to get excited for the movie. And we do. And it would be a great selling point for the game. You know, it's like they're shy about really doing anything outside of the original trilogy. And, like, even the new costumes we got, they're not new costumes, okay? Han Solo and Hoth gear is the new costume. Mm -hmm. But Luke and Hoth gear we got last time. Uh... Leia in Bespin or Hoth gear we got last time. That's not a new skin. Okay? Give me um give me Ray in, you know, uh the scavenger goggles and the yeah. wrapped up yeah. head and everything. Yeah, good idea. You know, how hard is that really to do? I don't know, but I assume it's not the worst thing you could yeah. ask somebody who's getting paid a lot more money than I get exactly. paid. Exactly. That's one person's work for maybe a week if I were to assume. You know? uh, right, we're just throwing arbitrary numbers out, but the idea is still the same. Right. 
it, you know? I mean, it to, t- to take one of those people that's part of this team, and granted, like I said, I mean, we're, we're literally telling one person who's, uh, let's say, assume a salary kind of deal, hey, I just need you to focus on making this headgear for Ray right. for a week, you know what I mean? Right. And with a with a 200-person team, that's not that much to ask for. You know? No. And and let's say let's assume that it takes him a week to do it, you know, uh, or two weeks. Hell, if I got a new piece of gear every two weeks, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Or honestly, it's been way more than two months, right? We said five months now, and I would have loved it every two months, even. Right. Just give right. me one thing every two months. Like, okay, here's a great example. This right here, and anybody who's watching the stream can see, but on the audio version, it's an N1 Starfighter three and three quarter inch, right? Uh, that that there is my precious baby. I still have mine sealed. Oh, dude, it's I, my absolute favorite ship. That was my love it. tenth birthday party gift. Like really? Yes. And okay, we're about my, the same age, so I yeah. got this around the same time. Yeah, that was my tenth birthday birthday. Like that was the big gift I got, and I will never forget it. And that's why, like. Uh, like a few years ago, I went to uh, like a toy convention here at uh, Steel City Con, and I searched all over for it, and I found it. So I'm gonna I, try I and get myself box. like a, a I wanna, whole squadron I of them. Unbox it just because I want to fucking feel it on my hands again. Um, right. But anyway, you were saying. Oh, I was saying the reason I brought that up is because a it's a sick ship, but also you can play as that ship in um, Galactic Assault on Feed. Right. However. When you go into Starfighter Squadron, you can't play as an N one Starfighter. But why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I just don't get why not. Like, put a Starfighter Assault map that is Theed, or that is the skies over Naboo, right? You put an asteroid field around Naboo and let me fight in it. Instead of your Arc one seventy, put the N one Starfighter in as the Starfighter class. You know, like, I just feel like they could have done little things like that. Instead of the um, rocket trooper, you get the flame trooper for the first order, right? right. Or whatever it might be. The, the Wookiee, you get the flame trooper. It's the same idea to me. Swap one for the other, but they serve the same function. It's just map for map, you might change it up. Like, you might allow a Wookiee catamaran in the Kashyyyk Galactic Assault. Very good point. We have a ski speeder. Why don't we have one of those? I don't know. I just feel like there's some lazy. I wonder what they're really doing and what they're really doing with their paychecks. And again, it's just one of those things that we're not asking for the world. We just want to be informed, right? Right. Like, and yeah, I, it's great I just to get want a new little mode, bit. but just be like, hey, just let you know, there's some solo content coming down the works. You know, right. that's all we want is we just want right. more. I think it's all it comes down to is just more. That's exactly it. You know, just let us know what we're getting for our time of continuing to support this game and continue to play this game. On a positive note, and I know we're getting towards the end, on a positive note, I think Star Wars Battlefront from 2015 did a better job of that with the DLC stuff. We knew what was coming far enough ahead that we could go, yeah, that sounds like I want to keep playing this game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's kind of my my cap on that all right so i i do want to go over one more quick topic but first i mm-hmm. want to talk about intergalacticon and san diego igc and the 16th it's gonna be dope Vote, are you gonna be there i am going to be there uh as long as i don't run into any imperial star cruisers you know star cruisers you know the big corellian types uh i should I should be able to get there you, in just packing? over 12 parsecs. What are you packing? You just a you, the boy, the droids, and no questions yeah. asked. <laughs> yeah, 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 
I'm uh, so hopefully Bede and I will both be out there, oh, my Bede's co-host. Well. And Excellent. yeah, we're we're really looking forward to doing that. I've been talking to Steve a lot recently, and there may be some fun things going on involving lightsabers and Starbucks and San Diego Sabers and Intergalacticon and the whole deal. Wow. So, but I would say, and I know that you you got a sponsor thing you want to say, but I would say that if you're looking for a good con that's both for fans and vendors. Um, you need to get in contact with Steve Kirk for IGC because um, it should be shaping up to be one of those cons that people want to come back to for years to come. Absolutely. You know? So whether you're an expert level fan or just getting started, Intergalacticon invites you to free your freedom at a con where you can relax, interact, and participate without the stress of larger shows. This new comic convention opens the doors with an intimate intimate universe for nerds we would me and steve have been talking about some of the cool ideas they're doing with this the show it really is going to be that thing of it. it's all about the fans yeah it's not it is about, free your fandom that's a great it's slogan a really good tagline it's not about getting the biggest uh you know stars to come to the show or right. about you hunting the you know number one issue of you know suicide squad it's about you being a fan and interacting with other people and if yeah. you're not that kind of person there are plenty of other things to do this is a parties there's going to be lots of parties you. yes so, so it's going to be a lot of fun definitely check you know, it out there's going to be professionals too it's not just like people like you and me who are excited about the stuff there's going to be professionals too it's going to be a legit con excellent and you can check it out and uh, book your tickets now at intergalacticonsd.com. Yay, so, yay. We're, we're talking about what we got in the works, right? We're both going to yeah. Intergalacticon. You know, It'll be fun. We got shit planned for May the 4th. You know, we got Solo coming out. But, I, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking like, you know, I know, uh, I, again, living in the Pittsburgh area, I'm a, you know, I listen to Rebel Force Radio. You know, I like to, okay. uh, you know. Probably one of the biggest Star Wars podcasts. I know they're doing a thing out in Cleveland. I was considering going out and, like, you know, checking out their live show and stuff like that. It'd be, like, a two-hour drive for me. Sure. You know, but then I was like, there's got to be something better to do. And no joke, I had the best idea come to my head today. So I'm going to throw this out to you. Tell me what you think. Okay. How awesome would it be if we plan together with, uh, you know, some other local promotions in your Mm -hmm. area of Delaware – and you know whether it be the local movie theater or some whatever it doesn't doesn't matter but mm-hmm. the the biggest the biggest event is and we we got to get the we'd have to get the word out in your area sure what if the cocky cockpit and starbecue through a pre han solo midnight viewing tailgate party i would be so interested like I would be so interested. So that's I would find a good place to do it starting tomorrow actually. Right. So imagine this and this is what I the, my the, my my quick topic I wanted to do is let's let's brainstorm a Star Wars themed tailgate. What do we do? Yeah, let's do that. What do we All right. So, uh obviously here's how I imagine it, right? We're on the game side of it, so you know, we got to have games for everyone to play, you know, sure. we got to have prizes. Uh, sure. But I imagine you on the grill, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you cooking? What are you making? Like, let's so, brainstorm it. Yeah. So I actually, it's funny. I was looking at Home Depot the other day with my wife, and I walked <laughs> by the grill section, and she's like, "You already have this. You already have." And I was like, 
yeah, but look at this one. I could put this in the back of my truck in a snap, you know? Oh. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I would definitely think that would be cool. And, like, tonight uh, I sent you guys a picture of some steak that I cooked on the, on the grill that. today. Um, thanks, man. You know, I, I, I came up with, like, little names. And I'm always – on Starbucks, we're always cooking, but we're always trying to come up with Star Wars-related names. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work. But you would have to do that, like – um, like today the steak was red blade roast because it's rare on the inside. So it's like a, and, and it takes a lot of skill to be able to use a red blade lightsaber because that means you're tampering with the dark side a little, little bit. Right. So it takes a lot of skill to cook a rare steak. So you got to have reasons for why it is what it is. You can't just say, Oh, it's a Bantha steak because it's fucking steak. <laughs> so you, know, I mean, you could, you could, you could. And there's things like you could do with that. Like you could do uh, Ronto bites and who the fuck knows why it's called a Ronto bite. It just is, you know, I, I'm going to go into a side tangent here real quick. Yeah, let's do it. it. So I, I just want to, so did you read, um, oh, fuck the name of the, the book is escaping me. It's one of the new Canon books where it talks about Luke Skywalker and how like, um, is that, um, the legends of Luke Skywalker or something no. like that? Uh, from a certain to, point of view no it's not that either it's uh it's i, I want to say it's like the last jedi but it's not called that it's something similar to it um, okay no i didn't read it though it up. but anyway it's in the book it talks about how he has to go pretty much like get uh information from someone and the way he had to figure out who the quote-unquote mole was was he had to go to this like essentially almost like a ramen shop and order um, buckwheat noodles with Rancor sauce. And apparently, like, Rancor sauce is, like, the most disgusting thing in the galaxy. So no Ooh, order. okay, okay. So, like... I kind of see reading, where you're going with this. Reading this book, I got so fucking hungry for buckwheat noodles and Rancor sauce. So oh. I made my own. And I didn't really make my own, but here's what I did. Right. I went to the local Chinese restaurant, and I just got, um, like, lo mein noodles. And I just, like, piled it with, a, like, a bunch of fucking, like, beef. And, I, and then I, like, covered it in, like, soy sauce, and that was my bucket. <laughs> but, I mean, you could do stuff like that. Like, you could try and go through, like, um, I know in some of the older canon books, they used to, like, throw stuff like that in there. Like, a Karelian fizz would be the drink they were drinking or whatever. <laughs> and you could go through, like, and, and look through some of the old Star Wars texts and pick dishes out that they and, – and go, like, okay, how can I make uh, Rancor sauce? Like, based on what they say, and it could be as simple as you just make something that has, like, soy sauce on it, whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think that would be something fun. And if you're doing, like, a Star Wars-themed barbecue, you almost have to do things like that. Like, right. this is a Corellian fizz. What makes it that? I, I couldn't tell you, but it fizzes, you know? <laughs> Maybe you put like a Millennium Falcon ice cube in it, you right. know, and now it's a Corelli. So I'm thinking like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out like a game or something like that, or sure, maybe throw something out. So, uh, you know, uh, so think tailgate, and then we go. How do we make that Star Warsy? So uh, yeah, when you think like a tailgate, I like to think cornhole. Sure. Yeah. Right? Uh, you call that um, you call that the mall. The mall. The mall. M A W oh, like the, the mall, mall installation. Okay. I was thinking or, we could do it of two ways. We can a do it like the like the Death Star, and you got to throw like oh yeah, there you go. The, like you know into the you know thermal. That's not bad. That's not bad. The other idea you can do is like like little Boba Fett's, and you throw them into like the Sarlacc pit or something like that. That'd be fun. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, now that you're <laughs> saying that, that's a great idea. 
you know what else you could do? You could do like um like if you have a cornhole board or something, or or like um you remember toss across, which is basically tic tac toe and, yes. and cornhole married. Star Wars one of those too. I, I, I know, but you could do it where like no. your toss across is you knock over like tie fighters with an X wing or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Or or you toss a little uh, Ewok at a bunch of like Funko Pop stormtroopers or something. That could be that could be interesting. Uh, what else could you do? Like, of course, trivia is one of those things oh, where yeah. if you're not doing trivia at a Star Wars event, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Um, and we, I think we, we could have a lightsaber tournament, especially if this is something where we got like uh, San Diego Sabers to come out for us or something. Oh, I doubt they could do it on that day. Say, like, we there's got to be like there will be more Star Wars movies to do stuff like this on. But if we're talking solo specifically. Um, we could still do like a lightsaber tournament or we could do like a Nerf Wars, um, quick draw tournament. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Where it. you quick draw your DL 44 and whoever hits the target first wins, you know, whatever it is. I like it. Um, and we could do it drunk, which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, obviously, it's I mean, fun. yeah, this'd be cool. Uh, you know, we gotta. What are we cooking on the grill? Like, what do we? What can we provide to pretty much like everyone? You know, like what's what's assume yeah. we have like ten to 15, 20 people show up, maybe even more. Who knows? That'd be but awesome. We gotta we gotta have yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing for the Rebel Cause event next week. I'm actually cooking for the Rebel Cause charity event next week. Excellent. Um, and I'm doing some pulled porg, and I call it pulled porg, even though that would be like some sort of avian creature. Uh, it sounds better that way. So pulled porg. I'm taking a couple of pork shoulders, and this is good for anybody who does like to cook really quickly. Um, if you get a pork picnic roast, that comes from like the area on the shoulder, which would be like the bicep to the elbow in the middle of the forearm. And it's like a little less desirable than a Boston butt, which is what most people make pulled pork out of. Mm -hmm. But you can get one of those picnic roasts for like 99 cents a pound. Oh, damn. And um, a whole roast is only like 15 pounds. So basically you can feed 15 people for 15 bucks that way. Um, and that's one of those things where like if we go ahead and do something like this, like immediately I'm going to go, okay, I need this number of pork shoulders and then what else? Because right. that's something even that I could do ahead of time and then put it on like the side of the grill while I'm cooking burgers or mm -hmm. some sort of fucking Nerf sausages or some shit. Nice. So I, like I would love that. And, and what I really love is an open grill policy. Like you bring meat, we cook it, you know? Okay. I'd be down for that. Um, That'd be cool. In addition to whatever we're already going to be cooking. Right. Okay. I'm a big fan. I'm Italian. I'm a big fan of more food than you need. <laughs> <laughs> and more beer than you need. Yeah. And I was going to say, we're, of course, you know, fuck, it's, it's food in the cocky cockpit. You know, it's starbecue. You know, and, and, and it's been cocky. a great time. We, we got to, we got to, I mean, how, how does, it, how does that work? How does alcohol work and say a parking lot of a, you know, or, or is this something maybe we, we get together and we maybe try to plan with like a local bar or something like it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting idea. There is a bar around here that does arcade games. Mm. They're called 1984 and they have like, they're basically an arcade, um, that sells alcohol and you have to be 21 or over to enter. Okay. Um, so that could be a kind of a cool thing. And then, you know, at whatever time, the next day we all meet up at the theater and have a good time. Okay. Um, this is something we should definitely keep talk, talking yeah. about, all, you know, because sure. we're getting close to solo, but 
we're really not that far apart and i would love something like this it'd be so much fun yeah I figured, you know, there's no one better to throw an event together with than uh, someone who's only hours away, and we could. Yeah, and we have the same. How long has it been since we had a Star Wars midnight in May? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Late May, it's gonna be it's gonna be a gorgeous time. The weather will be nice as long as as long as it doesn't rain. But that won't stop us. You know what I mean? Like no. So this could be cool. You know, uh, we have a very similar mission. We both run adults only star Wars podcasts. We're both looking to get people to laugh and enjoy the wars for what they are. So I think something like this is a natural progression towards that kind of thing. Excellent. So, all right, Fode, before we finish out the show, why don't you tell the scum a little bit about you, what you do, what you run, where they can follow you and everything that the Starbucks podcast. Can let me just, for them. let me just get it into my Comtech reader here. So you can find us at www.starbucupod.com. And we've recently been undergoing some rebranding and some kitchen renovation. So, uh, only better content to come and faster content to come. Um, in addition to that next week, David will be on with the home one hangout guys, um, on an episode of star And we talk a lot, a lot, a lot about good stuff. So find us on Facebook, Foden bead, star podcast, find us on the web, star And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the scum and villainy as well as star and some of the other shows that I know David is promoting out there. So excellent. Is that good? Does that, that work? That, yeah, that, that was, was good. great. <laughs> that's better than most of my starbucks plugs <laughs> i know i'm always the worst at our fucking plugs too so and it's been a blast i gotta say thank you too david it's been a really good yeah, time i, I re- again man really appreciate you with uh, sticking through again th- no with problem this being our first stream of the show now that we haven't had now that we've gotten it all this has gone flawlessly yeah so from from the real get-go it's been great right so I appreciate you sticking through with us and hanging no problem. out for another hour and just uh, crack out a few topics. And I think it's been yeah, a man. great show. Uh, we'll get it posted here shortly. But to the Scum and Villainy uh, you know, watching now, of course, you guys know where to follow us. If you don't, just head over to CockyCockpit.com. You can get all the links there. And uh, we hope to see you tomorrow starting at 7 p.m. We're going to be playing Star Wars Edge of Empire Season 2, season uh, nice. Session 1. So definitely tune in for that. And, I'll be tuned uh, in every Friday night. We're going to be doing, uh, starting at nine, 10, 10 PM Friday night. We're going to be doing, uh, the roll of two, which is where we get, uh, you know, crack open cold ones, uh, you know, crack some skulls and, uh, yep. and, uh, crack some jokes and play star Wars video games for your entertainment here on Twitch. And of course we'll see you guys here next Saturday, 8 PM. Hopefully on the dot with no fucking hiccups um and uh, honestly like i was tr- i was gonna use discord but dude like be able to use google hangouts and be able to get your video up on there works yeah better. yeah and it's a really good audio it's it's been really nice cool so until next time guys may the force be with you this party's over thank you so much Fode. hey man thank you <laughs>